Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now let the show begin. Hi, this is The Author Show, and I'm your host, Linda Thompson. Before I introduce our guest today, just a quick reminder that selected interviews are available in our iPhone app, which can be downloaded in the App Store as well as on TV, on the Roku channel, and Amazon Fire TV. Our app name on all platforms is The Author Show. Our book is titled, Why is Pono Not Pono Today? Bring Out the Best When Someone is Stressed. Set in Hawaii, this heartwarming book and its lovable characters offer both adults and children helpful ways to discuss and handle stress. Our author is Deb Lewis, and she is joining us from Hawaii to share more about her story of Pono. Deb, welcome to The Author Show. Aloha, Linda. It's such a delight to be with you. Deb, will you please give us a quick overview of why Pono is not Pono today? Bring out the best when someone is stressed. Well, you set it up so nicely in describing the book. Well, Pono is a bull and Kuliana is his little friend. And Pono snaps after others are mean to him. But his little friend Kuliana helps to quickly bring back the best in Pono. Is Kuliana a person or is she a cow? Kuliana is actually a person, a little girl. <laughs> Where did the idea of Pono generate? Pono came about as a result of my work. I was in the military for 34 years and learned so many lessons. I started in the military in the first class with women at West Point. I had so many hard lessons and I ended up leading a $2.1 billion construction program in combat by the end of, that was my really big project at the end. And I learned so many things that I wanted to share with others. I'd been doing it throughout my career and it had changed lives and I wanted to figure out a better way. And it turned into this book as the essence of my teaching. And you also, I believe were a consultant, a stress consultant, am I correct on that? Yes, uh, mental toughness authority. <laughs> I, I, I have a shield as my symbol because we have so many flaming arrows coming at us in life. You have to have a shield, but like Wonder Woman, you're not just sitting there. You're going to learn how to use it for yourself so they don't hurt you. And you're also going to learn how to use it to protect others. I love it. Okay. Your business is titled Mentally Tough Women. You just mentioned women. Will men get as much out of your book if they read it? Absolutely. It's enlightened men I talk to, those ones who are not angry and screaming at you and want to learn more and are okay with women and children in the room with fabulous ideas. You write your book for any specific age group? What I found is it has an audience to start with, with the elementary school kids, but it truly was started off to be something quite different. And what did it start off as? These cartoons, I love cartoons, don't you? <laughs> and Absolutely. I, and I found that cartoons can show such expression. And I had an artist in Greece, Georgis Magakis, that I linked up with online. And he somehow captured the expressions that I wanted to do in the way that I wanted. So these cartoons I used in a presentation to university students to help them deal with stressful situations that would, like Pono, make them snap. 
I found the illustrations in Pono quite delightful. So thank you for telling us who your very talented illustrator was, because I just loved them. And I believe that you live in Hawaii, and that's why you set Why is Pono Not Pono Today in Hawaii. Am I correct on that? For a number of reasons, Linda, actually the words here, the Hawaiian culture and the environment, it really does feel like a nurturing environment. And we still have to deal with all sorts of problems, but because we're this remote island, we know most everybody on the island and we figure out how to get through the stresses together. Not only are you teaching kids about handling stress and teaching adults as well, you're teaching them some of the Hawaiian language. Will you give us an example of some of the words that you use? Yes, there are three powerful words in this book that I would love to share with you. The first one that we all pretty much know about is the aloha spirit. Aloha. When you say aloha, it has the ha has to do with breath and it's bringing out our best. It's our spirit, why people love to come to Hawaii, not just because the beautiful beaches and everything, but there's a spirit here of helping each other. Pono is a very key word in the Hawaiian language. It's also a proper name for pets and people. <laughs> you know, they use it widely. But when you say, are you Pono? It's just like, is Linda, is, why is Linda not Linda today in the title? If I were to say that, why is Pono not Pono today? Pono is a word like a temperature. Are you okay? You know, what's going on? And also your environment. It's not just your individual person. It's the environment that you live in. And you can tell pretty much if people aren't Pono. And the third word is Kuliana, which is the other character in the book, the little girl. Kuliana is really, to me, an action word. If someone's not Pono, my Kuliana or responsibility is to go and help them, not to get angry with them or shut them the door in them, but my job is to help them and see if I can't make things better. And so that's the basis of the powerful words that, like I said, have many, many meanings, just like aloha, hello, goodbye. But you can tell it when you understand what it means. You can really see it in real world situations. I'm sitting here thinking that I live in Phoenix, Arizona. And if I started throwing Pono and Kuliana around down here, they would think I'd absolutely lost my mind. So uh, we have to get that book out there. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. Everything we talk about, is this your Kuliana or make sure your Kuliana is Pono, right? The words come together. I hope they don't think I'm swearing at them. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> You're so, that's so cute. Yes, you do have to be careful. You have to. That's why it's wonderful to have this interview that you asked me that question. Well, Deb, this is your first book, which I believe did not set out to be a children's book, but ended up to be both children's and an adult book. Uh, so will there be more Pono books in the future? That's quite a great possibility, Linda. I will tell you, though, I am an author in eight books that I've shared with other authors, and this is my first individual book. And as I said, I didn't set out to write a children's book. I set out to write these concepts in such a simple way that a child could understand. And since this has happened, I realized that children actually get these concepts even better than adults and adults who don't get it are kids that never grew up. <laughs> yeah. 
So yes, there's many possible stories, but right now I'm focusing purely on making sure the essence of the teaching, if you get the story and the subliminal kind of things that are also within woven into it, like the words that I use, if you get those, you will get the essence of how we can make our world better and happier because people can handle stress better. You mentioned that you contributed to several anthologies. Do you think that there is any other author that may have influenced your writing style? I think for this particular book, it had to do more with the pictures. I wanted the pictures to capture the emotion that people are feeling and that what happens to people. And I have many books that I love, but in this case, it was all about capturing the emotion. And that's why when I searched on the internet and I found Georgis Magakis, he goes by George, it was just a relationship made in heaven. And we've actually physically met. I went to Greece with my family and I got to meet him, but that's what influenced me. Can you capture what people are going through and then depict it in a way that they get it? They understand what the story is about, not just from the words, but from the images. Are there any other books that we might find on the shelf that we could compare with Pono? I think Ferdinand is one that people talk about because it also is about a very happy bull. And I think you'll just find a lot more layers in this one. That's the one that I think people might compare it to. Deb, have you always wanted to be an author and specifically do an illustrated book? I've always wanted to help people. And that has driven everything that I do. I can talk to a person and they might have a smile on their face, but I know something's off. They're not Pono. And somehow I can get to the essence of it pretty quick and hate to say it, but people cry usually within the first hour that we're together because I unleash that part of them that is just in such pain and they hide it. You know, people all get emotional. People hide it all the time. And we don't know how to deal with these strong emotions that we have. And I think that's the best answer for that. We talked about your business and your website titled Mentally Tough Women. You offer stress tips on your site. Can you give us just a couple that might be applicable to both adults and to kids? I have a number. I have courses that help you how to handle extreme stress. And in the book, I think I want to highlight something in the book. One of the key things that happens with Kuliana when she sees her dear friend who she's never been angry with, right? You have a relationship, never been angry with. She sees him unhappy. She doesn't get angry. She doesn't mirror his anger. And the tip is, if someone's angry, please don't share it. <laughs> Let that energy go by you. Figure out a way that you can capture that so it's, you can, like the shield, you protect yourself. And then she goes to action. She figures out I can do it. And I've done that with people. Sometimes when people are grumpy, like Pono was when he was upset, my goal is to just make them smile. You know, the power of the ability to help someone smile again is invaluable, priceless. And so that is one where you can work on. The second one is if you have that urge to get upset and mirror initially, <laughs> pause and take a deep breath. <laughs> because usually you stop breathing and then choose something that you hope someone would do for you. Boy, can I relate to that one. Uh, 
I think particularly in these days of being shut in with COVID that um, we all just want to lash out of just sheer frustration. So um, COVID's never going away. Oh, by the way, it's (laughs) never going to go away. We can still have incredible lives and joyful lives. We have to mitigate risks. It's just like going into combat. I've had firefights, I've had mortars coming in. And when you know how to focus and to keep your body at its best under stress, then you can still accomplish so much. If you focus on the bad, then it will come to you. It will happen to you. And it's not everything, but it certainly increases the odds that that's gonna happen in the same way in reverse. If you focus on what matters most, it just comes to you. It's such a beautiful, beautiful thing. Absolutely. So what would you say is the main message in why is Pono not Pono today that you want your readers, both young and old, to take away? I think that in this world of challenging situations, it's always been that way. But when we can become the best person we can be and understand and gain the skills in order to deal with really tough situations, good things will happen to us. Joy enters our lives and we will love the person that we are. Wow, that is a pretty powerful message, no matter what age you are. So will you please read a short excerpt from Why Is Pono Not Pono today for us? I would love to. I had a hard time picking it, but the book decided on its own what page I should go to. (laughs) So this happens right after a situation. Pono took a few more steps and decided to stop. He had to move his legs carefully into position just to stay upright. The inside of Pono's head was still spinning around and around. He was so confused, but suddenly he realized he was no longer angry. He was having a hard time remembering exactly why he became so grumpy in the first place. He asked Kuliana, Huh? What just happened? As things became clear, he worried about what he had tried to do to his friend Kuliana. Pono didn't have fun being angry at all. Pono was ready to say, I'm sorry, and glanced over at Kuliana. He could see she was happy. He was surprised. He just had to ask. You're not mad at me? Kuliana was a little perplexed at his question because she knew just how special he was. And she had never, ever been angry at Pono before. Kuliana folded her arms and looked straight at Pono. She paused just a moment and then quickly assured him, Of course not, silly, but I did want to tell you something. She put her left index finger to her lips and whispered, Shh, we have to be very quiet. Can you keep a secret? Vigorously, Pono nodded his head up and down. Oh my gosh. Um, I want to know what's next. So where can we learn more about you and where can we purchase? Why is Pono not Pono today? Bring out the best when someone is stressed. Well, because this is all about helping people in difficult situations, and even in the back of the book, it has questions, directed questions, go to my website, 
on mentallytoughwomen.com. And right there, you can click on the pages that will take you to purchasing this book in all different formats, the hard copy and the other formats. Or you can go to any bookstore. Our local bookstore, Basically Books, is carrying the book. And I look forward to hearing about your stories. And there's information about your business as well as your bio on there. Is that correct? Absolutely. You go to my stress tools part of the page, you'll find out about me on the front. And then the stress tools have free courses like how to handle, I said, the extreme stress. What are some stress basics? I even have a course that is centered on teaching people those things that we've talked about, like the words that I used about this particular book. Oh my gosh. Some thank you for that. We've been talking with Deb Lewis, author of Why is Pono Not Pono Today? Deb, thank you for taking time to share Pono with us today. And I'm sure that a lot of parents are going to want to share your message with the youngsters in their lives. And I'm also sure that as they're sharing it, they're going to get a whole lot out of it too. So if and when you publish your next book, I do hope that you'll want to come back and chat with us again. It's been a wonderful experience with you, Linda. Thank you for sharing these important lessons with others. I love this book. It's a great way to help younger children get a powerful understanding about what stress is, how it can happen, and how you can use it to your advantage, just like Kuliana did. What I love about the book is that it gives words to feeling a child can start using to verbally describe what is going on inside. Well, that was a review I found for Why is Pono Not Pono today? And if you'd like a copy to read to the youngsters in your life, or maybe just to read to yourself, please go to mentallytoughwomen.com and order your copy today. And when you finish, don't forget to post your review. And please share this interview with your friends so that they too may become acquainted with their author. And remember, the author show may be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com. Plus, selected interviews can also be found on major platforms such as Amazon Fire TV, the Roku channel, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, and many more. Whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books, theauthorshow.com is really a great place to start. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. Theauthorsshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.